2: Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have John Curry. John's a, uh, I guess, a jack of all trades when it comes to fishing. He's done a little bit of everything, freshwater, uh, salt, calico, offshore, everything, uh, bugs, you call it, you name it. Um, great, great episode. He talks a little bit about his uh, uncle holding the DVL record, I guess the, the true record, if you don't count uh, Mike Long's. And uh, don't forget to come this weekend to Ambitious Hails. It's going to be from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Haggard Pirates going to be there. Lateral Vision, Mutiny, Dark Waters. And the special guest is going to be Toxic Bait and uh, Blanked. Also, Food by uh, Eat Barrio. Come down, help us out, support, buy some shirts. I'm going to have both available. A limited amount of the original Just Cast and Crank logo. And then our new one that uh, came out pretty awesome. I'm stoked on it. So, hope to see you guys there. Uh, this Thursday, uh, I'll be releasing Mike Regos and then Manny Chi on Monday. So, uh, thanks for listening guys. When you get a chance, go give us five stars. iTunes, a lot of you have already. Appreciate it. Later.
1: Ambitious Ales is a microbrewery located in the beautiful community of Bixby Knolls in Long Beach, California. They serve classic beers styled with unique ingredients that are perfect for both the craft beer enthusiast and those new to craft beer. Beer isn't your thing? This is still the spot for you. Ambitious Ales prides themselves in offering beers that even the non-beer drinker may enjoy. If you still can't find a beer you dig, then sip on some homemade cold brew coffee or their refreshing cold pop. So tell me about the beer you say. There's floor... A Belgian table beer brewed with chamomile, lavender, and strawberries. There's mangoes. A tart German wheat beer brewed with sea salt, coriander, and mangoes. And there's Next Collar, a hazy IPA brewed with 100% mosaic hops. Enjoy any of these in their laid-back tasting room where you can listen to some eclectic tunes, play a classic board game, and order tasty pizza from next door. If pizza isn't your thing, you can bring any outside food and pair it with one of the 12 beers on tap. The tasting room is kid and dog friendly, and did I mention they have a patio where you can enjoy a light, crisp beer while soaking in the California sun. So what are you waiting for? Check out Ambitious Ales, located at four zero one nine Atlantic Avenue in Long Beach. Cheers.
2: Uh, is it too loud? And your headphones are good.
0: No, it seems fine. Yeah. Yeah. It seems cool. Nervous. A little bit. <laughs> it's, it's weird you know like i didn't even like going up in front of the class and, yeah. you know like in school it's like they call me I'm like fuck
2: you know now you're doing this you're like oh, whatever let's uh talk about your rat um all right cool i think it's fucking sick so you you do airbrushing you do a little bit of everything yeah
0: i kind of started all that shit like 15 20 years ago when i was doing tournaments and like
2: yeah back then like were you tweaking out then were you like oh, going yeah, oh, oh like oh god so like making custom ass shit and oh, anything yeah. that gave me an
0: advantage like, yeah Like Beacon, Beacon College always make fun of me. Like you take the fun out of fishing, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like you take the fun out of it. Yeah. Back way back then, in like two thousand. Bring the mic a little closer. Like the only rat I was really like worth fishing was Scott's rat. Okay. You know Whitmer. You know the Nazuma. Like that thing was the shit. And did uh, Rago
2: already have? He did. Just I kind of never really fished his stuff.
0: Really? Like you know I don't for no reason in particular. Yeah. I just never did yeah
2: was it hard to get to um everything was kind of then yeah. you know and like, this was 90 90-
0: well the the first that was like 2004 2004 okay but like i think the first fuck our first bait fishes were like like i said my pops like, yeah and then he used to take me up to Castaic when bob croupy was dude soaking crawdads like yeah. alan cole like when the ac plug first yeah. came out you know so they all had to go out and buy two or three of each you know and i'm like <laughs> They weren't looking. I'd pick the rod up and steal it and throw it. You know, they're like, put that down. You're going to break it off. Yeah, and, uh, It's a lot of money. Yeah, right. It was, dude. I remember like back then, they were still super pricey. Fuck. And uh, that bait was rad. That bait was really cool. And uh, Your rat? The rat was, uh, I'm trying to think where that originally started. It started a long time ago from an old MS Slammer, honestly. Okay. Like I broke it and I just started like taking a Dremel tool, messing around in the garage, like shaping it, you know, like. What can I make out of this? You know, I broke it. Like, yeah. can I still use it? So I just started like franking styling it down and we took it out to Diamond and it got smoked. We're like, oh rat. <laughs> and then that was kind of the one I fished forever. And then when we bought this house around the corner right here, right by Cerritos, yeah. I was uh fishing a bunch of rats in Azuma, that Johnny Rat, the Johnny rat's sick. And, uh, but it seemed like it was too big for the park.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I'm like, I need to carve me down like a little gangster one. So yeah. I carved up like a little micro one, like probably about that big to uh, take down to the park and I was swimming it and I'm like, Oh, wonder if this things going to like get bit? And it's all <laughs> <I'm> like, oh <laughs> shit. That was rad. We didn't painted
1: it yeah, yet. You know?
0: Yeah. So we started to paint it and fish this and that, and that little shape was getting smoked. And I was like, I should carve a bigger version of this. So I carved a bigger version and, I like it. It's rad. Yeah. i like, it, it took like 14 different variations to like make it do everything I want it to do. Cause really? like it walks, you know, it, it, you can run it under deep and bounce it off of stuff. You can wake it. It's like insanely versatile. Like I make silent models. I'll make squeaking models. Like
2: do you, uh, you do everything on it then? Everything.
0: It oh yeah. Did you carve it?
2: Wait it. Did you do have, it. have to weight it at all?
0: Well you do, but you Depending Dep- on, depend on the one on you're... like your, your recipe kind of, so to yeah. speak, you know, like <laughs> cause the stuff like that you use, like the resin stuff, like I carved it out of wood and then you make like a little reverse mold of it, yeah. you know, and then you pour like a re- bait, like a, just like anything yeah. else, you know, like the same thing. Yeah. Know? And you pour a little resin deal and then the resin sinks like originally, like it sinks. Yeah. You have to add micro balloons to make it buoyant. So, I mean, if you make it super, super buoyant, there's certain times you have to like wait it to like ballast it, to get it to keel yeah. and do what you wanted to do. But if you fuck with it enough, you can make it to where you don't even need weights. Mm-hmm. It's pop it out of the mold, slap a lip in it, dude. And it's, it's doing exactly <laughs> what it wants to do, you know? Yeah. So it's all on how much time you want to spend on messing with it. And plus lucky,
2: you got to paint it. Oh well, yeah. But that's a whole nother. That's, that is a whole nother
0: beast. Like, <laughs> like I said, we, luckily for me, we have Coast Airbrush, like, right down the street.
2: It's my, a- uh, I talked oh. to Matt, so my cousin runs classes there. He's big airbrusher. His name oh, really? is Steve Van Diemen. Oh, okay. Uh, he taught me a co- – I used to airbrush uh, Lucky Crafts, like – Eight years ago, all right. when I surfished, I'd repaint them. He totally. kind of gave me everything to do it. I bought coast. I just went there, kept buying right. colors, got a shitload. Dude,
0: those dudes are the coolest yeah. too.
2: Yeah. Like, I used to go in there like all nervous to like ask questions. It is, to, it's
0: intimidating, you know, because right? you look their shit on the wall. And like, These guys are badasses, you know. And you're like, from, yeah. you're like, hey, I'm trying to paint my lure. <laughs> hey, you know, like, <laughs> that's how I felt the first you know, time. Seriously, but they're super friendly, super helpful. Like,
2: and then the first time I went in, I'm like, oh my, my cousin Steve Van Diemen, and the guy goes. He's white. You're Mexican. I'm like, I'm I'm telling you. So they're like, he's like, he's right there. Go say hi to him. I'm like, yeah. all right. So I'm like, hey. And he stops the fucking class and goes, hey. And I'm like, yeah. see you fucking cunt. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> Made me interrupt his yeah. class, guy.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah but that's, that's
2: that's cool man that and that's been there for a minute too right oh dude
0: as long as i can remember yeah because like it was funny because like i started out and i bought this shitty little one from like michael's you know Harvard the little Fray. kit. no i not even know that <laughs> really. that yet you know i wasn't and that Saudi. works
2: decent dude it works fine i think that one works okay dude it works killer it's the compressor i think yeah That if you don't have the right compressor you're fucked
0: that's why yeah, i went and bought the whack compressor from michael's the yeah. whack kit <laughs> i'm starting to paint shit i'm like dude this fucking shit looks stupid i'm just ruining baits what am i <laughs> yeah. doing you know so i went in there and that's what they told me i bought this sick little iwata studio That's compressor what I, I you see. know the little studio series guy he's right yeah. i still use it to this day it's rad and then uh they just dialed me in what like, do you like using for
2: your epoxy on those just uh i like that to use comp- that
0: sem that no, that two-part clear the aerosol stuff honestly really dude that stuff is like nice. nails it's the stuff they use for like auto fenders and stuff really? like it's kind of pricey you know it's where like where do you get that from coast really oh dude coast was the one i didn't know
2: they had that too dude, they got all you're the giving thick. everyone the fucking secrets right now dude. i know <laughs> i was
0: like delete this dude like i'm gonna have people call me all mad they're like hey dude what the <laughs> fuck
2: giving the milk away
0: for free dude
2: yeah because i i use the devcon but i just feel like it never got right it's too either thick too tacky too you know something
0: it's a tea part dude you literally crack the bottom shake it up ready to go pss,
2: pss, pss, pss. yeah one coat and uh eh,
0: depends what you're fishing yeah you know like the more coats the more it affects the action so yeah. if, if you're making like a glide bait that's super temperamental you know yeah <laughs> you know like fingers crossed yeah. you know but if you're making some super buoyant wake bait like my rats like yeah. you're gonna bounce off docks and rocks and it's like sh- 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 you know i'll give it like four or five coats at least yeah you know yeah to where i'm like all right <laughs> like that, that'll work do you sell those rats too
2: yes and if no if someone message you and go hey yeah
0: like it's not even really i kind of did it honestly the only reason i got into it is because the wind blew so goddamn much this spring <laughs> you know like if the wind wasn't blowing that shit wouldn't even happen because yeah. i've been out fishing so it's kind of like i have all this pent-up energy that i don't know what the hell to do with so i would just sit in the garage and like make shit for poor cerritos around the corner and go pester them it's <laughs> not
2: far either oh dude like, have you do you hit
0: ralph b ever I used to hit there a lot, like way yeah. back in the day. The Groms have overran that place now, dude. Like 10 years ago, like you used to walk through there and have a good time. There's
2: another lake that people don't really go to around here, too. There's a couple of them. And I like going there sometimes. Yeah. And some people have done really good there. And I'm like, fuck, man, you caught that there. Yeah. You know, and but yeah, usually I I, I don't go. I go to, uh, I'll go there for bluegill for the kids. And yeah. Stuff, yeah. Dude, that's you know? hard to beat, dude. Yeah. Right there. Yeah but uh you seem like a a dude that do you like get into something and then kind of get over it and then do the next thing you know what i'm saying do you only are you only entertained so long in one type of fishing yeah i have add i'll get like do you do fly fishing too i
0: not like to the extent i lived up in the manneth area like from like 20 to 22 and did the whole like Live with your buddies and get wasted in snowboard and work on the mountain deal. Yeah, but I still took rods with me when I went up there and I would go hike all the creeks and everything and with like little spinning like zero power Loomis drop shot rods. And, yeah, you know, and little tiny crappie jigs. You can go fun, huh? Dude, you can go bang on all those fish. Like you don't need to. I mean, but it's a whole art. But the thing that I liked about it, you have like there's certain areas only the fly guys could fish because of the overhang. You know, they can't sit there and whip and serve and do yeah. all that. So. I like the little spinning rod because I can go hike under this whole area that you these guys have been Yeah, or these whatever. guys haven't fished there forever. So yeah. I'm like <laughs> skipping stuff in there, like just banging on them. Yeah. And uh, speaking of that, we have that Bob Marriott's right here. Yeah. And that place is like, dude, I get all my jig tying
2: stuff from there. I, I like, tweaked out there too for a minute. Oh, same here. I bought it. Uh, I took the class. I bought a Temple Fork Outfitter, real rod. Okay. Sat in front of my house and slapped myself in the face about 50 <laughs> times and said, fuck. This. I went for perch. So then I went and tried the beach. Nothing worked. I'm like, I'm out of here. Fuck this. I tried. <laughs>
0: yeah. I never really got into it. Like I did a couple of like the like clear bobber and like, you know. Yeah. Little dry fly deal. Yeah. But even then I'm like, God, oh, this is lame. I just like went to the little finger jig and it's like so wide open. Yeah. It was just like.
2: My that- buddy would do it from the beach with a, uh, for calico. He'd throw the bubble and then throw the fly out with the yeah. bubble and they've red crab was around. Oh yeah, he'd fucking kill it on Calico. Dude,
0: they, I think what is it was it the Calico Syndicate guys that do that. Oh, like, they're, they're crazy,
2: dude. That stuff's gnarly. Yeah,
0: you watch them like fishing the stuff up tight with a fly rod, just dude. getting tooled. You are like, dude, how are you even? Getting- <laughs> how <laughs> you know? Like that's how? a cool video too. They have yeah, that. you know what I am talking yeah, about. That one's yeah. so rad. That's from
2: a long time ago. Yeah, too, right? yeah, pretty yeah. long time ago. Yeah,
0: and uh, but it's still it's rad. You are just like, think, you know? You are like, <laughs> dude, that was sick. These guys are. No way. And yeah. like it just opened your mind to a whole different side of it that you and never thought and of. And it's
2: only here. Only I mean, Calico is only going to oh, be yeah. local, so it's kind of cool to see yep. something different. I'm sure everyone else is like, "Where the fuck are they doing? Yeah. What kind of bass is that? You know, yeah, like, right?
0: What's that weird checker thing? <laughs> you know? but yeah, I serious. yeah
2: Calicos. Calicos are so rad. That's, yeah. Let's talk more about your freshwater bass fishing, because you did a lot of tournament fishing too, right?
0: Yeah, I used to do a ton of it. Like I said, I haven't done. I did like a little mess around night tournament last year with a buddy
2: oh did you was it at diamond valley but uh
0: no that was down in san diego at el cap okay All my buddies i still fish with they all live down in san diego okay. and i lived down in san diego for a while with my pops mm-hmm. and uh i really like i really like the san diego fishery as a hell of a lot more yeah. than what we have up here you know really
2: oh yeah they're just do you think it's more friendly or just like the fish produce a little more
0: you have way more choices down there okay like here we don't really have shit you know, if you really think about it. You, you know, don't like silver, Do like like Silverwood? Paris, diamonds, Silverwood. Yeah, they're all cool. We used to yeah. camp there every weekend. But I mean, it's like, look like, what a mission it is to go all the way out to Silverwood. You know, it's a trek. <laughs> like, any of them. Any
2: of them. Dude, everything. What lake would you do right now if you were going to have to do go to Lake Paris?
0: It depends on what I want to do. Really? This time
2: of year, I don't know. Just because you live right by me, so I'm like, what, what lake should I hit? <laughs> um, well, it depends on how uh, you want to fish. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Paris is definitely biting right now. Yeah. Diamond's biting right now because those are the same to me that's the same drive It they all are skinner same thing
0: skinner's a good lake too it's like skinner's a good lake when you have it to yourself it doesn't like boat pressure at all Mm -mm. second you get a handful of boats on it (laughs) nope yeah not happening go home yeah you know but uh i used to do a ton of tournament fishing like got into that probably
2: 2005 oh really
0: yeah didn't i had bought my first boat like in 2004 from anglers from rick and kyle oh cool man and uh, so you've
2: known kyle since then
0: i've known kyle a little bit before then but yeah that's kind of when i started oh. my uncle that passed away yeah he used to be a huge like anglers pro staff guy and that's where he hung out he was there all the time and me and my uncle were tight so i would go down there and hang
2: out with him. he was the
0: man you know so i would go down there and hang out shoot the shits, yeah say hi to him and
2: that's cool man
0: i didn't really fish with him that much at the time i was fishing with uh my mom and my brother, so I would take my boat out to Diamond and bang around, and then I think that's kind of how we first started fishing tournaments because he was like a huge tournament guy, and I went in, I went out there, and I was catching a lot of big fish with my mom and my brother, and she was bragging on the phone to him one night about what we were doing, and he's like, "Put Johnny on the goddamn phone, you know," and he's like, "What the hell are you doing?" and kind of told him what we were doing, and like there's a tournament this weekend you want to fish it and i was like oh okay you want to do tournaments now all right yeah so we did a tournament and went right to the spot banged him out we did you know had like 22 something pounds won that tournament it was cool you know i was like oh this is rad you know like make some cash to go fish for the day this is dope yeah and he's like oh there's another one next weekend and we did the same thing went back and almost won that one i think alan rex beat us out just barely on that one we got second on that one and Kind of took it off from there. Fished that circuit. We won anglers a year that first year there. So that was kind of like, oh, all right. I went from like thinking I was fishing against all these like super gnarly <laughs> pros, like intimidated to like.
2: I keep up with them. Like what the hell?
0: We won? We won, yeah. You know, like you and I. I mean, yeah. You know, like, oh, that's a trip. So the second year, you know, they give you free entries when you win angler of the year. Second year, we did the same thing. You know, we did had another good year. We won that year too. Mm-hmm third year, I was kind of getting over the tournament thing. That was his deal. I always like going out and just like fishing wherever I wanted to. Yeah. I hate having to be told like, hey, you got to fish here on October 18th. You you know, if you want to do any good, you're going to spend some time there before. Got to pre-fish here. You know? yeah. So now all of October's tied up at this lake. That I don't even really want to fish. Mm-hmm. I want to be over here doing this because this is going off right now. Mm-hmm. So now I'm obligated to be here. So I kind of explained that to my uncle and he knows that I was kind of like into chasing trout plants and yeah trying to catch big fish and doing this and that so he's like oh, all right we'll just cherry pick them and the Wombass guys they were kind of like oh we're gonna switch it up you know we're gonna switch it up next year you guys are in trouble we're gonna do paris and diamond and like i just laughed like, like my uncle like <laughs>
2: paris huh
0: and because like my dad and my dad and my uncle like fished that place since like opening day
2: paris so, oh yeah since paris. so they know paris Oh, or... dude,
0: like they all like like i said I had a, you know, our family had a boat, both my grandparents had a boat, all my uncles had a boat, and they all were, like, tournament bass guys, like, way back in the day. Back when there was only, like, two tournaments a year, cast Castake, there used to be, like, 150 boats. Yeah. Like, these gnarly, like, real tournaments. Now you have, like, it's so saturated, like, you don't get the draws like you used to.
2: Yeah. But
0: I was raised fishing with all these dudes, and...
2: So you did, that was nothing to you when they're like, hey, Paris, too. Yeah. Did you, did you fish then
0: with... With my uncle, still. yeah, yeah, and we rolled up that first event, and I actually didn't get a goddamn bite that day. My uncle caught five fish, and we won that tournament. <laughs> you know, so it was kind of like everybody was like, "Oh, what the hell?" You yeah. know. And then that third year is like everybody started like rumbling. There was a lot of like crying, like so much drama in the green bass industry. Really? That, oh, dude, just because
2: you guys were winning? Yeah, there's a lot of oh, that's so yeah. Stupid.
0: People are weird. People started accusing us of stuff that wasn't happening. Yeah. Like, like one time, this one guy was funny. Like, I won't release names, but he's a guy kind of known. <laughs> but uh, he's sitting in the parking lot. And this was actually that first tournament that we were fish. He's sitting in the parking lot, and I'm like all nervous. And he's got his bag of fish. I see him run to his car, rip off his T-shirt, put on this big old jersey with all these, like, people on it and shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, what the fuck? I'm out there in board shorts and a flip-flop and a T-shirt, you know? And... Uh, he Comes out there and I see him weighing his fish, and he had like 13 something pounds. I'm like, Oh, the hell's he doing? Yeah, you know. And then we weighed in our fish. He's like, Oh, those guys were dragging. And I looked at my uncle, I'm like, What the fuck's dragging? Yeah, and he's like, Oh, he thinks we're on the trolling motor, like dragging around the Carolina rig. I'm like, dude, That's not even nowhere near what we did. And he goes, Don't you tell him a word what we did. <laughs> and luckily, there was this old dude at the time, Tom Phillips. He makes that pink stuff. I don't know if you've seen that boat cleaner. Yeah, Tom I used Phillips to use pink, it
2: all the time. Tom
0: Phillips pink stuff. Yeah, he happened to be like. 100 yards down the way and he's like bullshit i watched them put a smack down first thing in the morning like, yeah so he was there to have our back to like it was just kind of like all this cool dumb shit like that you know it's like this i'm not into this dude there's like i'm not into dick waving in the parking yeah. lot i just want to go fish dude yeah
2: so i didn't even know what the fuck dragging was either. right <laughs> people do that?
0: i did like yeah <laughs> the, apparently they do like guys will like get a carolina rig Cast it way the hell out and just get on the troll motor and be like, wait for something to bite and just cover water. You know, is that
2: cheating? Hell yeah, it's cheating. Why?
0: I don't uh, know. I'm, I don't know. Well, it's. You gotta like cast and retrieve your lure. Well, oh I know, or, but know? if
2: you're just fishing for fun, would that oh be no, fun? no, no,
0: no, you can go do that if you want. Right? Like, I mean, if you, yeah, if you want, I to just k- don't know. I don't know the rules oh, or anything. Oh like- yeah, if you want to go around the lake and just mess around, <laughs> you're like, yeah, dude, you get like trolling. Or- right? Basically, it's like trolling. That's it's trolling. deep water doing. trolling on the bolt, bottom. Yeah, you know, and you're just like bouncing it off of rocks or whatever the hell. Yeah, you know,
2: and it sounds like
0: <laughs> some shit where you'd hang up a lot. Honestly, well, right
2: to me, I'd be like, I wouldn't even try that. I'd lose it
0: once. Be like, fuck this, never my deal. But <laughs> we were actually fishing the triple trout at the time from Mark at performance because we went in there and I was used to work on boats back in the day. That's how I know Mark and all those guys. Yeah. Performance like back in the sand bass days. And uh, I was down there, I'm like, dude, I'm fishing them out there just like the sand bass on the flats, dude. I'll throw out a little like one ounce swim bait and sink it out and start banging it. And he gave me this triple trout that wasn't out yet, this heavy one. He's like, go sink this out. And we were just sinking that thing out, and just wrecking them and people were when you're
2: sinking it out though did you get caught up on oh well, yeah
0: but sometimes were you throwing you braid did. then or were you throwing... no i was down 20 pound flora but really I get a little bait knocker and i just spooled up a, like a little orange buoy with like a ton of 100 pound braid like, yeah. a little lure knocker and they come right out oh you know? wow well, most of the time yeah but if you lose one you're getting them for 80 bucks and should <laughs> i won like yeah, you, know, you went like two grand a yeah, weekend exactly. before it doesn't on it. Matter. Yeah, you're like, I'll go I'll be buy ten of them. Yeah, fuck exactly, it. right? <laughs> fuck it, I'll go buy four more. <laughs> if I break off four, and we win. Fuck, That'll we're ahead. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. ahead. So whatever. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me crack the second one.
2: Let me know when you need a third one. I'll tell. I'll tell the beer lady to come out. Right. You get to drop it. I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. I got it right there. See that? <laughs> but uh. So you weren't fishing any uh, huts or nothing at the time.
0: Um, yes and no, I was, but it's like, like I said, back to the ADD. It's hard to sit there and that was one thing my uncle taught me: patience. Because he is a dude where he will sit in one spot all day until he gets that, and line. just wait for the timing. He's like, oh, they're gonna come through here at this time, this and that, like. There's no need to run around we just need to be on this spot right now so we're not we're not going to lose this spot yeah so it was kind of like staking his ground for him he didn't want to he wanted to make sure he's on that spot he didn't want to go run around and come back and have some you know, some other dude sitting on it. He knew he was going to buy it. Oh yeah. Dude, the dude was so savvy. Yeah. Like he was so savvy. Wow. So that was kind of cool too. After that first little swim bait phase went around, I would be like, all right, what other spots do you got around this lake? You know, yeah. take me to a high spot <laughs> in 25 feet of water. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, there's a spot over here. Just like that. You know, you're and
2: making notes, mental. notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And,
0: uh, he just did address that guy's soul. He was like really good fisherman dude and a really good dude. Yeah. But,
2: uh, well, that's we a, kinda, well, hopefully... Uh, it been a lot of fun, dude. And he did hold the real yeah. lake record, right?
0: In my eyes, the real lake record in yeah. Diamond Valley and still does. Yeah.
2: But How big was that?
0: 1435. Okay. I'm sorry, 1465. 1465? Yeah. Wow. 60 feet of water.
2: What so, was it beat by? Like how much was the claim to be beat by? It, it, it. was like 1630-something or 40-something. Really? Yeah. You got him on your shirt the milk cart. Missing.
0: <laughs> I haven't heard from that guy lately. <laughs> you know like and you knew him too right yeah you know i actually used to look just like most of us back in the day looked up to him he was the guy we all like strive to be like damn dude i want to know as much about bass as that guy does Mm -hmm. that guy can go out and bang on him and i actually used to talk to him a lot on the phone you know way back in the day and he taught me a ton like that's that's the trippy thing about all this the dude is a super knowledgeable angler
2: see i've heard i've heard two stories i've heard that some guys shit on him kind of and then some guy goes, well, he kind of fucking knew what he was talking. Like, no, he'd he,
0: give you advice and it'd work. My opinion is just my opinion. It was one of those things where the dude was a super good fisherman. And it was. Did you fish with him? I never fished personally. Was, no. Okay. No. We just talked on the phone. And I was honored to talk to him on the phone. Like, holy shit, Mike Long wants to talk to me. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, he was the first dude that, like, I'm really into, like, lunar patterns and a lot of stuff with the lo- like moon. and. Mm-hmm largely because of him you know like i had ideas and he's like you're kind of on the right track you need to do this and that and he helped me out to where it uh, gave me a good understanding it wasn't just like go here catch and it them. worked like oh it, dude there's yeah. like certain things that definitely put you ahead of the game wow and uh he knew him you know yeah. like which was crazy so like he can go out and catch these fish when it's like then when all that shit happened it's like dude like what is he doing like i right don't <laughs> like what is he doing like he doesn't need to do this he's already yeah. like it was like his ego couldn't keep up with, like, the fishing ability. That's crazy. You know? It's like he's a great dude, and he knew how to catch all these big fish, but in order to get, I don't know, to appease sponsors or whatever, wasn't happening, I guess, at the frequency he wanted. So he kind of, like, took matters into his own hands. And yeah. like I said, it sucked because we all looked up to him, you know? Like, well, I shouldn't say we all. I looked up to him. A lot of him. people did. Yeah, a lot of people up looked to him, up man. to him. I looked up to him, and it just sucks because it was like a... A black eye for the sport you know
2: it seems like you're a little more bummed about the whole sport thing too like then being angry about the record of your uncle you know what i'm yeah.
0: saying that was like the thing about my uncle too like my uncle like we all heard like rumblings of what supposedly happened of did like he care much your uncle or not my, really he did you know he tried to say he didn't but he did okay he was like i never got anything but a go- i didn't even get a goddamn cup of coffee for that <laughs> fish i don't care you know he was more stoked on like catching the fish and the actual fish and like like he caught that fish on seven pound test. What year was that? It was two thousand three. Okay. Two thousand three. Seven pound. Seven pound test. Oh, drop dude. shot, like sixty five feet of water, way in the back of Awesome Cove, like when the water was way up. Yeah. Just think, like I wasn't there. was fishing with Mike Collins, this other yeah other dude that we know, and uh, think, fought it. I was like, no way. <sighs>
2: That's, Do you remember him calling to tell you that? He oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. We him used to talk on the phone every single day, especially when we started fishing tournaments. Yeah, like, every single day, and he was he was a big guy that was like kind of like poking fun at people. Yeah, kind of taking shots, like joking. So we would sit on the phone and talk shit, you know. And uh, but he had this little stupid. I used to make fun of this little stupid pink worm that he loved, little morning dawn ribbon worm. Yeah, and that's what he caught that damn thing on. You know, a little four inch pink worm, like seven pound test, just. That dude was like an insanely good worm fisherman. And like touching back to what I said, he would sit in one spot all day. It finally
2: made me slow down. Was he big into drop shot? Huge. See, you know, my uncle sounds so funny. That's what his shit is. And he's 69. So it's like, I feel like those guys kind of like, the drop shot was their shit then. Yeah. You know?
0: It was like kind right? of- maybe? I don't know. It, it was, was kind of like- No, yeah, no, it was kind of like cutting edge kind of then. Yeah. You know? And like so they brand got new. really fucking good at it. <laughs> and it was like, it was producing for him. Yeah. You know? And he was like, he was super, you know, the guy had such good feel. You know, I'd watch him and he'd just have all these little nuances and tricks he did. And he'd be like- dunk, dunk. God
2: damn you're Kicking my ass <laughs> And you're I over there worm. Trying to do it and You're like What the fuck man This shit's Yeah, not- <laughs> And like I said Me
0: like Loving this You know I like the San Diego fisheries Way more than up here And I'm a big worm guy You know Like I pour my own worms Jig mm-hmm. trailers All that stuff So it was a big old J.B. Worms The times before I was pouring his worm I didn't start pouring his worm Until he passed away Okay Cause like that's Dude, in my eyes, that's the best big worm around
2: here. Is your uncle's worm?
0: No, JB. It's like this. JB Worms is a worm. I don't know who that is. I'm oh, sorry. it's it's a guy that passed away. It's a worm company from way back in the day. Okay, JB. He made this like nine inch and eleven inch like curl tail that were just like dirty. They got bit, and his pores were like the cleanest pores the time. And he was just, it just got bit. Yeah. So, I was fishing. I, I like to always fish like big jigs, big swim baits you know yeah for like i was always out there trying to catch big fish you know yeah. i wasn't really necessarily a tournament guy so we'd be sitting there sitting these spots i'm like Michael, i'm like you ever mess around with, like big worms or anything out here you always throw that lame ass four inch <laughs> pink one you know <laughs> and uh it was funny one day he's like no i never have and i was like i ripped one out one day and we're sitting on the spot and it's like whack whack and he's like give me one of those goddamn worms <laughs> you know and uh he got known as kind of like as a big worm guy after that. Oh, did know? he go full oh, into it? He's oh, like, just, oh, this is my dude. shit now. Because <laughs> he that was like his wheelhouse. He yeah. loved structured all oh, he loved offshore deep water structure fishing. Yeah, and he loved not moving. He loved waiting stuff out. He loved targeting the bigger fish, and that was just it agreed so well with him. Yeah. So like I would go like JB, the dude that would pour those worms. Mm-hmm. He lived out in like Corona, and I would go hang out in the garage and watch them pour and take a freezer bag home of them and go, you know, drop them off at my own, you know, like, hey, yeah. dude, like enjoy. Cause he was retired. He'd fished every day. Yeah. And I'd be like, make sure we have enough for the tournament Saturday. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Have, yeah, exactly. You know, just yeah. like, it was like a wi- wind them up and set them up. you know, send them yeah. off. And, uh, it was kind of cool. And, uh, John, he moved to Tennessee and he passed away. He like slipped, hit his head on some ice and he was done. Oh
2: God. Horrible.
0: Yeah. It was lame. Yeah. Like, just out of nowhere. And like a dude I was close with that poured a bunch of lures and uh, I took a couple of his worms molded and molded him. them, yeah. you know, and like, I think I got like fucking a hundred of those molds now Shit. and
2: you do a little bit of everything then, huh?
0: I, yeah. Like I said, dude, I got way too much. I dude, I pour my own lead, like weights, jigs, tie my own jigs, pour my own worms, pour my own jig trailers, <laughs> pour my own swim baits. Do you buy you know? anything?
2: sometimes yeah i just yeah. bought his
0: you know scott whitmer just came out with this new like v-cut rat that i didn't need like i make <laughs> a rat and he just bought this big old he just came out with this rad new big ass the as a v-cut yeah i bought that thing and i was like oh hell yeah you know like i'll still buy like little niche stuff here and there but for the most part it's like i make it just because i want to catch fish on stuff i make yeah you know it has nothing yeah. to do with like oh i think it's better or all this and that it's do you just pour
2: like, lead with the leapot
0: yeah, yeah, I got the little Lee production. How the fuck
2: that. do you? I put this on fucking Instagram the other night. What? Why well, I get it always fucking clogged up. So it's all heated it up. I can never get it to pour right after. Really? Yeah. What do well, you do? You
0: have the dial like one to ten, right? Yeah. What's your dial setting at? Like, I oh, fucking probably full blast. Oh, really? That's too. <laughs> that's too hot. Like I always know I'm running like seven or eight. Really? but Dude, I just have like these big old jumbo paper clips. And just you know, and I have like the hot mill gloves. Yeah, and you have to take them on a pair of needle nose because. I'm scared of like sticking my hand at one time before, you know, <laughs> you poke it. Oh shit. Here it comes. You're impatient you know? as yeah, fuck, just
2: yeah. trying to Yeah, just get a long paper yeah, clip. Oh, dude, and- yeah. And you'll feel
0: it. Like you'll heal that resistance. You're like, what's that resistance? That's that little lever, you know, what you're holding. Yeah. They drop that pin down. So you lift it up and then just kind of clean it out. And you have to, you have to clean it out every so often. Or you're going to have
2: whack pores. Yeah. That's like, un-my.
0: yeah, you'll have stuff. You'll, you'll be all stoked. You'll crack your little do it mold open. You're like,
2: <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> <You> <laughs>
0: fucking two pieces right? missing in the yeah head. exactly you're like what is this rubber thing have my fucking bubbles, lead, yeah. Yeah. yeah pour it back on the pot let's try again <laughs> there's little tricks you can do too like i'll take a blowtorch and like heat it up before. heat the mold up right heat yeah. the mold up yeah. you know just to help like material like flow through
2: it do you and, make your own molds too yeah i mean not the
0: lead ones because no. that's like do it mold makes them so cheap these days it's like why even mess around with I don't know. I like making shit like that too,
2: but I don't have the time, but usually I'd be like, I want to make my own bloodhead. You know, yeah. like our fucking, well, I
0: kind of did that, you know, yeah. I did that. Like I got super into like the calico fishing yeah. for on the coast. thing. Yeah. And you know, calico is like, everybody wants to fish a gigantic bait for him and that works, but it's like, they don't have the mouth that a large mouth has. So it's like that five to seven inch offering is like wheelhouse for them. You mm-hmm. know, you're going to, they're going to eat it. You're going to get a better hookup ratio. But the problem with all the five inch baits is nobody makes an EWG like currently heavy mm-hmm. enough, you know, to fish yeah. it fast. I like to, I like to fish fast and cover water, like the polar opposite of Yeah. So it's like, you're wanting, you're having the bait pop out of the water. So I'm, like, I took this two part, like putty mold shit. And,
2: <laughs> I know what it is. You know so. what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, I took that and. I kind of just like put it around the actual like keel of the EWG that I was using yeah. and just made it kind of like the same shape but wider. And I was like, oh, that should be about the right weight. And then I would mold it and then pour my own just EWGs there. So I'd have like a little one ounce five-odd.
2: Close enough. You yeah, get a, close you look, enough. Take another head and be like, Meh, it looks the same.
0: Well, you can like kind of like the keel of it, you know, like the EWG, like yeah. you can kind of just match it, you know, yeah. like sand it down, clean it up all gangster and just pour like i have little five inch baits that i can run super fast on the harbor and like just a little spot there's a little stretch like right here in long beach harbor where i catch weedless fish you know like yeah. in the harbor it's rad you yeah, know and like cool. you'd be sitting there fishing lobster or something like let's go do a little <laughs> run dude. do a little run and burn the weedless through it it's fun did you go
2: out lobster fishing already
0: no i haven't dude not yet mm. i don't normally like to go until like november cause it's such like a Shit show in the beginning I mean you know it's madness dude Like, (laughs) We went out trying to mess with those bluefin last week And we got back to the dock on Saturday You know we left like Thursday got back Saturday And it was just comical Like anything that floats Is out right now with a stack of hoops on the bow You know and it's like It's gale force that night and you're looking like Like this one dude like I felt bad Like I walked up to him I'm like With Kizik Free
1: Shoes Motion sounds something like this Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
0: Hey, you know, like, hey, where are you guys going tonight? You know, just trying to be friendly, and you like, Oh, we're thinking of like, you want to go to Catalina to get some bugs. I'm like, hey, it's gale force tonight, dude. Did you, you check the wind? You know? Yeah. Like, politely, you didn't want to be like, hey, you're a kook, you know? Yeah. It's like, no, I didn't even look at the wind. I was like, you're going to be hooping the wall if you're lucky, dude. And, you know, <laughs> you'll probably be tucked Inside. into like Pier yeah. F or Pier J or something yeah. realistically, you know? Yeah. But. It's just a trip. Like in the beginning, there's so many like clueless people running around. And I, like, I know. I've,
2: I've Just over it. Yeah. And then
0: like I've put a lot of time into the harbor the last like six years. So I got some spots that kind of
2: always produce. For lobster? Yeah. Yeah. You'll eat the lobster out of the harbor? No.
0: I only <laughs> eat them from like... Catalina. outside the harbor, yeah but i, have, I mean they taste good tell them people in my family like them don't give a shit believe they me. don't give a shit dude. they You know, i have buddies that don't give a shit They're like this is the best
2: lobster ever i'm like fucking more power to you dude <laughs> i'm not eating that shit there's are fucking no. third eye no dude like
0: <laughs> the ones that i like it's so funny because like the way we package them now like i used to vacuum seal them but i went and bought a bunch of these little i don't know like the little cheapy ass tupperware rectangles you know yeah. and you just put them in there like ying and yang filled up with water, overflow it, put the lid back on it, stack it in the freezer and it freezes solid like Encino Man stees. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Encino man. You know, and they're easier to stack in the freezer. And the ones over from the island I'll put like a star on them so I know. Like, yeah. These ones are cool. They'll give out to the people <laughs> you like, you know? Like, these are the assholes that keep messaging these me. These for- ones over here, yeah, I want lobster. I'm like, fucking come get some, dude. <laughs> you know, like, trade you some lobster, dude. Here you go. These, these are lobster bucks. These are the eaters, you know? <laughs> and uh, honestly, the harbor stuff, it's fun. But I have more fun fishing the harbor at night. Yeah. Like, there's so many times when, like, I've taken buddies out there and we've set the traps and you're supposed to pull them every two hours. And we're just like... Get lost in the back, banging fishing, on bodies, yeah, yeah, and yeah. fucking hope nobody stole them. Yeah. Hope nobody stole the gear. <laughs> you know, I'm and sure like that happens a lot too, huh? Oh, dude, we have like, yeah, people. Not not to me, thankfully, yeah, you know, but yeah, people. Yeah, people. One are, time I seen a diver's head. I
2: said this before. I was at the one of the islands fishing at night. I used to do it a lot, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that, dude?" And I seen this head pop up. Bloop, go back down. Bloop. I was like, you piece of shit, cherry, no lights, nothing, picking, and I'm like, you're going fucking hoop to hoop. Yeah, out. cherry picking everybody, yeah. dude. And, uh, <laughs> what a cock.
0: <laughs> who's a good at that is like, not potion but diving is Mayhew, dude, Jerry.
2: Oh, I just seen a post he put up. Dude, that guy is so he's fishy, He's like, fun to. it's fun, way more fun to, he's to been, dive than to...
0: I used to surf before I got all fat and had a kid it all the time, so it's like, he's like, dude, you need to hop in the water and yeah. dude, you'll, you'll never hoop again, you know, because he yeah. knows how crack it I am with stuff that I'll get way into it. Oh. And like that dude's such a madman, dude. He's such a fishy bastard. Yeah, especially at that island, like
2: yeah,
0: especially that front side of that island. Like the dude knows the whole island. But did you fish
2: against him ever in freshwater? Um, not against
0: him. No, but like he he was a big Lake Mission Viejo guy, and a dude I fish with, like religiously like a brother to me is this guy chris Bonaparte. yeah and i know him through chris chris was a mission viejo guy like mission viejo guy yeah and i know him for jerry and chris kind of knows everybody yeah like he just kind of is like my go-between between between everything like chris knows this
2: guy chris knows that guy. (laughs) you know like
0: super savvy dude like younger than me it's crazy like yeah he's like one of the smartest fishermen i've ever met damn like he's insane like he is a fucking incredibly fishy dude
2: you've known him for a long time known for a long time i met him
0: back he used to work at angler's marine back in like 2005 okay and uh back then i used to uh, smoke a lot of weed i guess so (laughs) to speak and uh we won a tournament diamond and i'm in there just smoked a shitload of weed on the way to the tackle shop ready to fucking buy a shitload of tackle yeah and this is funny story how we met he walks up to me and he's, in there and he's like you smell fucking good you know <laughs> and i'm just like i fucking always smell good buddy <laughs> and we hit it off and we fished together then from like it was like fuck he was like a brother i talked to the guy yeah. multiple times a day. So he called me just right before here <laughs> you know he's uh that's that, cool man to that, have buddies like that dude that know. dude is just like you're losing track just thinking how fishy that dude is that dude is like just so savvy, but everything does I,
2: everything like you too. Does he like fishing? Everything?
0: Oh yeah, everything. Yeah, like we—he's super geeked on the big tuna right now. like, mean, how could you not be? Yeah, him? you know, like the shit we got going on right now. There's yeah. crazy, but super into everything. But I mean, he's from salmon up at the Klamath, you know, to fucking green bass to wow. spotties to giant. Guy even caught wahoo off of Dana, you know. Like he's <laughs> he's just a fishy kid. Yeah, you know he's rad. Like yeah. it's, he's just a good dude too. Like a really really good
2: dude. That's cool, really, man. Really good uh, dude. No guys like that. Did you uh, you never did you get really hard into calico too for a while? Yeah, that um,
0: like I'll try and make that as short as possible. You'd be here all night. Like
2: what a uh, year was that when you got like
0: really into calico? Like probably
2: two thousand five. Like I said, I used to fish pretty early then too. Calico was it was a. Before everyone was kind of doing it, maybe? No, no.
0: Bit? I, I kind of like, I, I grew up fishing green bass a ton. You mm-hmm. know, like all, like my family had boats. We would go camping every weekend everywhere
2: mm-hmm.
0: and just go fish. And around 12, well, I was about 12, so that's what, like 92, 93. That's when like the local sand bass thing out on the flats really took off. Mm-hmm. Like really went crazy. My parents were like, oh, we're going to go sand. You know, we were <laughs> count chasers, dude. You know, the <laughs> sand bass were biting. We went. And uh, like we, uh, what was I going with this one? Oh, we went out there and You're talking about the calico. No, I'm trying to. I know the calico. I'm like, where the hell, the hell did I get to this from that? But uh. The calico thing, like, I know, because it. oh, that's right, because of beak. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, I think that's you're going to get into that That's what I was going yeah. That's <laughs> where I was going. That's what, right. That's right. He, so who uh, you ta-
2: let's say who you're talking about.
0: Yeah, Eric Lannisfied, dude. <laughs> super fishy, dude. Like, uh, another super fishy, dude. Yeah. And uh, Chris was working, you know, I fished green bass forever, super into tournaments. My uncle passed away on Havasu, like, super unexpectedly. It messed me up. I didn't. I've went, I mean, I fished literally every day of my life, like whether it was a park pond or anything. And like for six months, I didn't even fish. And when couldn't. year
2: was that when you stopped fishing? When your uncle passed?
0: 2013. Was it? Yeah. Oh, for man. like six months, I didn't fish, Fuck, you know? Man. And then I had a couple of buddies get me into this like sport boat stuff. Like it was kind of like freshwater bass fishing was kind of like me and my uncle's thing. Yeah. You know? So... It was hard to enjoy fishing at the time because everything was so connected and everything. So, I had a buddy. We started running up and down the coast from like Oxnard to San Diego, hopping on sporties, chasing counts, trying to catch fish. Yeah, and uh, it's just back in uh, I, forget, I forgot forgot was you want that too. Lantspin. No, oh yeah, Lantspin. Um, Boney, you know Bonaparte. Mm-hmm. He was at the MC booth. You know, at that time, I bought a skiff right around then, and Chris was at the MC booth at Fred Hall. He's like, Hey, come down and hang out. You know? Yeah. And, uh, we go down there and we hang out and he's getting busy. He's, I don't want to interrupt him. Cause he's sitting there working and helping customers. and yeah. stuff. And Corey from MC is super cool dude. So I don't want to like impede on their program at all. And I look over and I'm looking at, you know, at the time it's like, I didn't know him yet, but it was like Koch. And then Eric was standing there and I'm yeah. looking, and I'm like, when I used to work on boats, he used to be a regular on one of them. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that looks like the fucker that used to come on the sharpshooter <laughs> and fucking torture me every day. You know?
2: <laughs> that, does, that sounds like him. You that know, so awesome. I walk up to him,
0: I'm like, hey, you know, did you used to go on the sharpshooter a lot? You know? And he's like, Yeah, I did. And I'm like, you know that little kid that you guys used to throw in nachos receiver all the time? And like, <laughs> like that's me. He's like, oh no way. So he had a 17 foot blazer bay. And he's like, what have you been up to? And I kind of told him, like, what well, how about my uncle and everything? He's like, oh, you know, come on. I'll take you up to Palace Freeze. We'll go calico fishing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had a front row seat from right. one of the guys that, like, yeah. knows exactly what's up. So we're going up there. And, like, the first, like, half an hour or so, he's just beating the shit out of me. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, and then I finally start, like, watching what he's doing and start trying to mimic him. little. And I'm catching fish. And he's like, oh, it's kind of tough today. Like fuck, we had like twenty fucking fish. What are you talking about? (laughs) Not used to that. Yeah, I'm used to green bass fish. Like going out a go for a month of like, oh, I saw three followers this month. Now I know where they live. I'm going to get them next month. (laughs) And now he's like, oh, it's a slow day, and I'm like, dude, I can get used to this, you know. So my brother was working at a boat dealership at the time. I picked up a boat and just it was like calico, 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 like nonstop, you know. For how long? And honestly, until like the yellows showed up at the 150, and then. That was, like, the whole, like, a whole different thing. Is it the same boat
2: you have right now?
0: Yeah. Like, before that whole deal even took off, like, I was all about calico fishing and then going out and loading up on cod. And we were fish. We would just start, like, up around the corner, do the whole milk run down to Furman, and then run the reef out to, like, you know, the southeast bank, and then just load up on cod, and be- hopefully before the wind blows, and then mm-hmm. we go in. And it's probably, like, I don't know, March. It was, like, before the whole 150 madness, but we're running from ferment out outside to the kelp or to the, to the cod zone. And it's like, do, 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 do. we come across just like yellows up foam. And I'm like, Oh shit. You know, tying a surface iron real quick, throw it out. <laughs> we used to do that back on the boat back in the day. I'm like, yeah. no way dude. this. is like being a Mexican. And we started just like lighting them up. Like there was nobody around. We were just banging on them. And that's when it was like, well fuck calicos when this is going on you know (laughs) like these things pull hard as shit and it's like i still love calico fishing still to this day like we'll go every like kind of march through april and kind of assess the coastal kelp yeah and kind of get a lay of the land for what we're going to do that spring yeah and then uh go fish and so i kind of got away from calico fishing when that happened because then it was like oh i'm gonna geek out on yellows mm-hmm. and then there was tuna out front and went from that to tuna fishing and yeah, like we still calico fish from time to time, but then it, it's like, I really enjoy it, but it's like the ocean to me offers like so much more out
2: there. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's like,
2: especially with your boat, right? I mean, you could get there. Yeah. I can yeah, so do kinda... all
0: sorts of stuff. Like, and right now we've had like a special time to where it's like, Calico is always going to be there, you know, <laughs> they ain't going anywhere. They live on the goddamn break wall, <laughs> you know, they're not going anywhere. So,
2: those bluefin is different, huh?
0: Dude, that bluefin thing that's going on now, like those big fish showed up like five years ago and shit up until like eight years ago, like much like everybody else. Like I had like, my personal best was like a 65 pounder. Wow. Which was like rad back in yeah. the day, you know? You're like, dude, that was a good one. Yeah. Like super proud of my 65, <laughs> you know? And like now it's like, this is just madness. Like I remember the first couple of times we came across those fish, we were like just out there just messing around like about five years when it first showed up. We're out there chasing the elephant around, and dude, it's like madness. I remember we came out like with a Mac bank. There was just fish as far as the eye yeah, can see up, and we have like a biggest rods, like a you know forty pound setup. You know, yeah. So we throw <laughs> on these fish, we hook one. Dude, we're on it for like four hours. Fuck, break it off. They're still up. Put on another bait, hook it. Fucking fought that one for like three and a half hours. Broke that one off. Now Shit. it's dark. We're like. What the fuck? Just I just this fish just owned me. Like these things were up high and dry. Like I had killed so many. Like, yeah, and that was just like a whole that sparked. You know,
2: do you wrap your own rods too, or now?
0: Not yet. You know, the next thing I not performance. They just wrap everything yeah, for me. You know, like easy. Tommy. Like I've known Tommy since he used to work on one of the boats that I worked on, and mm-hmm. since I was a little shit, they, you know, same thing. <laughs> he used to. So it's like I always go to those guys to wrap my yeah. stuff, dude. They're the best. Yeah, but. I definitely, he's even asked me, he's like, you want a rod wrapper? You want a rod wrapper? You know, like, cause he'll have like ones laying around and I'm like.
2: He'll know you tweak out on it. That's why. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, oh,
0: I want it. But fuck, dude, I got so much going on. I don't know what room I got left in my garage, you know, cause it's just wall to wall fishing shit everywhere. Yeah, Like, damn, but not yet. That's like probably the last frontier for me is rod wrapping. Yeah. And it's like, don't really need to mess with it because Tommy and those guys, like I said, are so goddamn good at it. Yeah. And it's like, why? You know?
2: True. Yeah, like, it's like you, you just feel like you could do some other stuff a little better, so that's why you kind of...
0: Yeah, see, I wouldn't think I could wrap a rod better than Tommy yeah. ever, you know? So yeah. I wouldn't even mess with that. Exactly. But the only thing is now, like, I'm so hard on my gear. Like, he always tells me, I'm like, I broke another rod. Like, I broke four rods this spring, <laughs> like, pulling on sea bass and the <laughs> Kelp and then, like i'm always popping guides off of shit and i got a pile and he's like bring it down bring it down bring it down and i never do i never remember <laughs> like i just fucking ripped the guide off a 7400 xh on this last trip yeah i sent him a text like hey fucked another one up
2: the pile grows
0: <laughs> you know so yeah. it'd be cool to know how to wrap a rod so i didn't have to go and bother
2: him or too. just repair guides. that's what i mean he's yeah. so had to go
0: bother him to like take time from like wrapping somebody's rod they built to fix a fucking single guide for me you know like makes sense you know so it'd be cool to know it to do that but i'm still not into it (laughs) you know not yet like who knows
2: so you've always been a performance guy then that's kind of like
0: well anglers and for the yeah freshwater i was really into you know anglers but even then like performance i've known those guys forever you know those are they're probably one of my favorite shops around like that's all i kind of go to now like their performance yeah like i'll take the kid into English brain because he loves watching them feed the green bass and, mall, yeah. and he loves climbing all over the boats but it's like for me i don't tournament bass fish anymore that's kind of like a tournament bass fishing headquarters yeah. for the most part yeah you know like there's a couple of performance guys that are real good though like david valdivia like yeah Reba jr like yeah those guys are so good like little joe i don't know if he you know no him. i know who he is yeah dude like
2: that guy is isn't his sister fish too yeah yeah but little
0: really... joe's like around here he's like he's who the guy who i kind of looked up to
2: like oh, really
0: little joe's the man him yeah. and his dad like always just like so fishy they're always <laughs> on him dude you know so it's like it's not willy-nilly with guys like that yeah you know it's not yeah you know they're into it and i kind of yeah i guess now i kind of just hang out at performance like curtis over there Performances, i fish with him a ton yeah and it's like everybody there that I know, like, like Joe, you know, I've known Joe forever, mm-hmm. you know, like back when he was at Fisherman's and mm-hmm. down in Huntington and walking around Woodbridge and stuff like that, <laughs> you know. But I love all this Mark and like Mark. Mark's
2: Yeah, I'm hoping to get him on this. this Mark's month. just
0: dude, you I don't know if you have enough memory. That guy is like so fishy. <laughs> like he's just knowledgeable about everything. Yeah. Like any direction you want to go. Yeah. Like, you want to go catch a trout in the Sierras, he'll dial you exactly in. You want to go here? You mean, anything. I mean like, dialed me in on the triple trout back in 2005 when I was telling him, like, <laughs> what I was what doing do, out at Diamond. Yeah. And he's like, oh, dude, like, that's cool, but do this. You know, and I did that, and I was like, oh, dude, like, what? So, like, yeah. I, like I said, that first tournament that he helped me out with, and I, we won it, I felt all I went down there and had him making me a couple swim bait rods. I'm like, here, dude, like like thank you thank you, you let know? me know what to do next yeah. yeah like thank you like that was rad you, know, you don't yeah. need to do that like especially in the green bass world like yeah. everybody's so secretive and mark's like the polar opposite yeah like he will just dial you right in
2: which is so cool
0: yeah and it's rare like me and him talk a lot now like the main thing me and him and we used to rap a lot about green bass and patting Now me and him harbor lobster
2: dude he is so into it like dude, i go in there and he'll, harbor lobster. he'll talk about it like yeah just like getting a sandwich and driving around and looking for new spots
0: well, cause <laughs> I got the structure scan in the skiff, you know, and yeah. he's got his skiff like insanely dialed. Yeah. So me and him rap about stuff we see and stuff we find and our quote unquote theories of what the hell they're doing. And it's like, the more that we learn, it's just like, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> you know, like these things are just, they're kind of like cattle that just like move around and graze, yeah. you know? And it's like, especially in the Harbor where they don't really have like a predator, like outside of the break wall, you know, everything else smokes those things, you know, or, you know, big calico, yeah. sheep head, like whatever, like those things aren't preyed upon in the Harbor. No, they're free roaming. They have nothing to be scared of. So like,
2: you can kill them. <laughs>
0: and it's like, well, at the same time, they're so spread out that way, you know, to where as opposed they'll hide in like reefs and rocky structure, other, mm-hmm. other places. Cause they know they've too far away from that. They're a snack, mm-hmm. you know? So it'll kind of congregate them in areas where you can bang on them. Yeah. But in the Harbor, it's like, crazy dude there's so many nights where it's like i got this i got this and it's like looking at the conditions i'm like oh dude we are just gonna smoke them on wednesday cannot wait to get up there <laughs> and don't catch a single one you're just like well there goes all that shit you know but I'm it's fishing like, though right <laughs> yeah you know if it was easy nobody would do it but. yeah exactly but like it serves the apple i mean the point is he's so diverse you no definitely like, like everything yeah like from park fishing it's like you want to go talk about catching gigantic fish? You, he'll dial you in. You want to go talk about a float and fly? You know he'll dial yeah. you in. Like he's just.
2: Do me. you uh do you kind of tweak out on your boat too? Like oh, customize yeah. your boat a lot too?
0: I don't think I could fit anything else on my skiff. Oh, you got everything. On oh, that. dude, I got like 4D little sonar for like. <laughs> like you can get the regular radar, the 4D one. Yeah, I want the 4D one so I can like try and pick up birds. You know, I got like a dual chirp transducers with oh, structure yeah. scan like yeah. on our bait tank our, or we have two bait tanks on a 20 footer the main <sighs> bait tank like we had it foam filled up until the water line so there's zero slosh with a lid kind of like how they store fuel you mm-hmm. know so like you name it it's got outriggers you know like everything got, you need yeah like i saw decker like catch you know those that like that stoked on fishing episode yeah where i'm like dude that is so rad like I, I want to go do that. So I went and bought outriggers and I ain't caught shit. You know?
2: <laughs> I haven't caught a billfish yet, but that's yeah. like,
0: I will, I will catch a billfish in that skiff. Hopefully.
2: Next on the it. list.
0: Well, I want to, it's just,
2: Time.
0: I'm locking it. well, this wasn't really a really good billfish year really easy. You know, mm-hmm. Everybody's like a swordfish guy this year.
2: You caught swordfish? No, no, no.
0: I might actually go do it this weekend. You know, like, just why not? Depending it's one on of those things like, do, huh? well, the weather's like, Rad this weekend is it? Yeah, it's supposed to be rad, so it would be good. And it's one of those things like, don't really want to like go out there and be the oh swordfish are boring. I'm gonna go catch a swordfish, <laughs> you know. But at you don't the want sa- to be the meme, <laughs> yeah, right? But at the same time, it's like, dude, there's a shitload here, and it's like, why not go try and catch one? Yeah, like how rad would that be to go get a fucking swordfish out of <laughs> the little what boat, care, you know? So I've actually been waiting around lately, but it's like. So much of the different gear you need to, and it's like, I don't want to sit here and wind up
2: shitloads (laughs) of line by hand, you know, and like dropping, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, and there's like electric reels for it. I have like, you know, electric kite reels, but that doesn't have the drag to handle
2: that stuff. So they do a lot of that back east, right? Yeah, electric reel shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Like that's where I like, I just started looking into that, you know, because I was like, am I gonna do it? And I was like, well, the East Coast guys, you know, they're they're real good at that, you know, a bunch of small boat deep yeah. So all these guys that are trying to catch fish right now, it's like pay attention to <laughs> what those East Coast guys yeah, do. The guy, they've been <laughs> doing it, they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Like that's another thing we talked about too. Like I'm surprised it's taken this long for this to like catch on here. Yeah. You know, it's Southern California. It's like yeah, everybody's right here.
2: Yeah, definitely. You know,
0: it's like, how did this take so long to catch on? You know. You got it's, me, dude. Right? Yeah, it's and like, it
2: now it should be fucking instantaneously. Right? Yeah, you would think,
0: you know. But it's crazy. I might go do that. There's also the air show this weekend down in Huntington. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the Grom loves that, dude. We always go and like. Take
2: him out on the boat and hang yeah, out. Yeah, like drop
0: that. the pick out there and yeah. get snacks. The planes fly overhead and he just loses his shit. So yeah. that's
2: rad, too. It sounds fun, dude. But like
0: I told my buddy, I'm like, we could do it locally Sunday and watch the air show. It wouldn't be so goddamn lame as just sitting there watching the rod tip. <laughs> but, you know, who knows? Yeah. Well, dude. Probably won't do it. <laughs>
2: Sounds like my life. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for coming on, bro. It's been a fun podcast. No worries, it was dude. right around the corner too. It's even cooler, man.
0: Oh dude, yeah. I was laughing when I put the address in. I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, this guy's literally right around the corner. Um,
2: what's your Instagram? People want to check out some of your shit, like your rats or anything uh, like that. What
0: the hell is my Instagram? I don't even know. It's like just junkery, it'll come up. You know? <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I'm not really really trying to sell them. It's kinda yeah. just
2: I they want to see some cool shit you make yeah. though, you know? What yeah, I'm saying?
0: check it out. Yeah, it's on there. I throw it on there. I like to get in the garage and tinker tinker <laughs> dick around make everything yeah you know, like literally well dude so.
2: i appreciate you coming on thank you no
0: no worries dude
2: all That's right fine. guys till the next one
0: adios